<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Well, just first of all, you, you've been covering this all along in Scotland. So what are your... Before we get to today's ruling, uh, what have your general impressions been over the past, what, eight, nine months of these interactions with Arthur Knight, Nicholas Rossi, and and what it's been like there? I've been court reporting in Scotland for over 20 years, and I really thought by this point that I had seen it all. I really thought I covered every court story there was until this one. Everything about it was just unusual right from the start. Uh, and that was really down to the man himself. Um, it's very unusual in Scotland for the person who is the suspect or the accused person to uh, interact with the media almost right from the first hearing and uh, want to give interviews. Uh, and that was very unusual in this this regard. And um, he, he, from that very first hearing, he was after the hearing, uh, you know, in a wheelchair, in an oxygen mask, uh, wearing a hat. Uh, he waited behind for the media to come out and then spoke to us. And that, I think, then really set the tone for the next couple of months um, for for the media here in that he, from the very start, was wanting to tell his story and get his version of events across. But after, I would say, a couple of months, maybe even a couple of weeks, the media here very real very quickly the media here realized that there wasn't a great deal of truth to what he was telling us yeah what what was the impression over there i mean did people just not believe the story he was telling and that he really was this person from america right at the start everybody said this is not true he's not telling the truth i think people could see through the mask very quickly it didn't help that the accent he was putting on oscillated and he even said that in court this week uh, from posh English to North Dublin and that almost was a tell for a lot of people straight away uh, that this wasn't somebody who was telling the truth. Um, so just now to this week so the first the beginning of this week there was a hearing uh, what was that like I think the big thing that made the news was that he claimed he got tattoos while he was in a coma or that he woke up yeah. from a coma and, and got tattoos. So essentially the courtroom is packed. Uh, the courtroom is packed in Edinburgh. It's full of journalists. There were some there from America. There's documentary makers there. There's podcast makers there, as well as the Scottish media who have been following this every hearing practically for every month. Uh, there's been a different aspect to this case. So it's been sort of the usual faces you see when you go to court. After the prosecution witnesses, we were expecting his wife, Miranda, to give uh, give her evidence. But his lawyer stood up and said, I just don't want to have a word with the, my client and went over and whispered to uh, Rossi or, or Mr. Knight, as he was calling himself then, and said, well, it's up to you. It's up to you. You really have to. It's really you. And then within seconds later, he says, yes, I want to do it. And he said, my client's going to give evidence. And he, he was in a wheelchair sitting right beside his defence lawyers. And he wheeled himself over to, to give evidence, took off a face mask that he was wearing and started to tell this story. 
the lawyers were it, it, this came through questioning by the, the the prosecution the advocate deputy when they asked to explain the tattoos and his version of events was that he was in a coma for 18 days in the hospital before he went into the coma he, before he went into hospital he said he had no marks no tattoos on his body and he woke up from the coma 18 days later with tattoos on his arms that was his version of events and today the sheriff said that that account was implausible and fantasible and um, the nurses and doctors who uh, and the police officers who gave evidence earlier that week said that they had identified tattoos that were included in the images on the Interpol red notice. They had seen them while treating him as a patient in the hospital. The doctor had said at the time, the man they knew as Arthur Knight was one of the sickest patients in ICU. So that involved a lot of care. So they were, you know, over his body, Get, attending to him, saving his life. And that's when they noticed these tattoos. Um, so today's ruling then in the court that they found that Arthur Knight is Nicholas Rossi is not really a surprise to anybody. The The decision today from the sheriff came as very little surprise. Uh, there was no reaction from him when uh, it was announced. I think from looking at him, it was almost as if he had accepted the inevitable. He just stared straight ahead. Uh, he became more animated afterwards when his lawyer was discussing the possibility of bail. The next hearing is now proceeding to a full extradition hearing is in January, and that's a preliminary hearing, and the full hearing will be in March. So that means he will now remain in custody over Christmas and New Year, and there was quite a lot of discussion about whether or not he would be granted bail. The sheriff said no. He poses a significant flight risk. Yeah. Um, so again, this is just one step in the process. It continues out for a few more months, but I think this is kind of, you know, that aha moment, like he's been telling this story now for close to a year that he's not who everybody says he is. So um, how big of a deal is this where you are in Scotland um, that, that, that this has now happened? It is making headline news. Uh, here in STV, we played a half-hour documentary. We were out in Rhode Island filming with you guys and filming in Rhode Island and speaking to a lot of people. And there was a lot of interest in that last night, which was the night before this decision. And I've been speaking to a lot of people today who are really telling me, well, this confirms what we already knew. Uh, it's making headline news here today in Scotland. It will be in the front pages of every newspaper in Scotland tonight and tomorrow.